0: Luke 1. We're going to open with a word of prayer. We're going to look at a passage here. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this evening for heat. We thank you for a building that we can gather in. We thank you for the freedom to gather um, without any fear um, of repercussions. Thank you for electricity that allows us to gather even when it is dark outside. Thank you for uh, snow, for the beauty of it, the reminder uh, of it, um, that though our sins are scarlet, they shall be white as snow in the blood of Jesus Christ. So, Heavenly Father, we pray that even as we marvel with Zachariah, with Elizabeth, with their neighbors, with Mary, and those gathered together uh, on that first Christmas morning, that you would be honored in all that we say and do. In Jesus' name, amen. That song we just sang, just think about those words. What child is this? What child is this? This is Christ the King. What a statement. This is Christ the King. I talked Sunday uh, when we were looking at John's birth and um, kind of marveling, I, can you imagine Elizabeth holding this baby, Elizabeth and Zachariah, and looking at the face of this baby and knowing this is what we have longed for. This baby is the fulfillment of all of these promises that God has given, knowing that this is one who's been spoken of before. He himself is a fulfillment of God's promises, and there's more to come. But all the more, think about Mary staring into the face of Emmanuel. Knowing that that infant that she is holding truly is Christ the King. What a marvelous thought. And and one of the things you see all throughout Luke 1 and 2. And this is something, I I didn't reference this as we were going through it, but I I wanted to reference it this evening as we prepare our hearts for Christmas. Um, But as you look at Luke 1, uh, verse 64 and following, As this crowd is is gathered and Zechariah speaks, he says, his name is John. And the crowd, they, they all wonder. Immediately, his mouth was opened, his tongue loosed. He spoke, blessing God. And fear, fear came on all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about through all the hill country of Judea. And all who heard them laid them up in their hearts Saying, what then will this child be? Laid them up in their hearts. It's the idea of to kind of hold on to something, to ponder it, to think through it. What does this really mean? And just to think it over and over and over and over to meditate on this thing. There's a realization here that that God is doing something great, He's doing something special. Ponder this. Think through it. That's not the only time we see this idea, but even in Luke 2. Uh, I'm going to start in verse 15. Actually, 14. You have this host of angels. Glory to God in the highest on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. The angels went away from them into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. There you have the same idea again. Just that, that deep thinking, that meditating, that pondering. And that, this is not the first time that Mary has really thought through this, right? We've seen that even in Luke 1 when she goes and visits Elizabeth and she's there for several months and, and she has her uh, magnificent and she praises the Lord for what he is doing. She knows what God is doing. This is not a realization to her on the night that Christ is born. She knows who this baby is. She knows what God is doing. She knows the fulfillment of prophecy. I mean, I imagine, and we're not told this in Scripture, but it's just, it seems pretty obvious that you know I, I can imagine Mary and Joseph And they find out all this that goes on. And she goes and she visits Elizabeth. And part of what her and Elizabeth are doing for nine months between when this is announced and when the baby comes is they are diving into scriptures and seeing, what does the Bible say about this one? Where will he be born? What will this look like? And you see the the fact that, well, he must be born in Bethlehem. But we live in Nazareth. How in the world are we going to get to Bethlehem? And then before you know it, something shows up in the mail. You have to go to Bethlehem to be taxed. Look what God is doing. I knew I had to go there. I didn't know how I was going to get there. And then they get there and they arrive. And the angels show up in the sky and the shepherds come running. We find Mary pausing and pondering. And I simply want to focus on that, that idea. The same thing that we saw with the, uh, the neighbors and the, the crowd around Zechariah. And Elizabeth and the, their day, at the birth of John, as they all lay them up in their hearts and think through these things, Mary now pondering, I think that's something that we don't do very well in our day and age. We don't pause and ponder things. There's always another text to answer, another email to get to, something else to do on social media, another show to watch. There's, there's so much to keep our minds occupied. Very rarely do we just pause and ponder. And that's all I really want to do tonight is just call us this Christmas season, this week, in the next few days, take some time, put your phone away, put your, put everything aside, get your Bible out, and just ponder, just ponder. Go to Matthew 1 or to Isaiah and think through the idea of Emmanuel, God with us, ponder that. Or the other name that we find in that passage in Matthew 1, Jesus, who will take away the sins of his people. Ponder that. Ponder the incarnation as we see in Philippians 2. Ponder the hope that is ours in Christ that we see all throughout this Christmas story. Just pause and ponder. We, we do it once a month as a church. As we come to the uh, communion table, do we not? We we pause. And we look back to the cross. We look forward to eternity, knowing our hope. We, we ponder these things. We remind ourselves of these things. But hopefully, you take time outside of that 30 minutes and ponder those things throughout the rest of your week and their month. Pondering is more than just a thinking through it and moving on. It is a, a, a stopping and it's a resuscitation over and over and over and over and over and over again. And so that's my simple challenge to you this Wednesday night. Just a simple reminder. Like Mary, like the crowd at Zechariah's house, take some time in the next few days. Take some time to just ponder. Ponder what God is doing. Ponder Emmanuel, God with us. And rejoice in these truths. What child is this? It's this Christ the King. Christ the King.